Welcome in to another edition of Sweet Tea Fantasy. This here is Tuck, and that over there is Thurston, and I am definitely not sitting in my car in a Walmart parking lot. Uh, so, uh, Thurston, this, this is the part of the show where I'd normally ask you how you're doing, brother, but uh, unfortunately, I already know. You do? So, yeah, now... Now, some of you uh, sharp observers out there seem to have noticed we did not have our regular edition of Sweet Tea Fantasy last week. Uh, we didn't make some big self-aggrandizing announcement about it or something, uh, but we did have a good reason for not being here. Uh, so last Thursday morning, me and Thurston, uh, we was wampus cat, wampus cat hunting. So uh, long story short, Thurston got into it with them suckers, and it bit his dang pinky finger off. And I got wampus cat scratch fever. So, now we could sit here and talk all day and bore everybody with those dumb old heroin adventures about how we escaped by the skin of our skins from those man-eating wampus cats. But we all know nobody wants to hear that. Am I right, Thurston? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, nobody cares about that. You lost your pinky finger. I got wampus cat scratch fever. We're past that. We're moving forward. It's all good. But uh, let me ask you a very important question, Thurston. Have you seen the literal gall of the owner of the team that cannot be named since we've been gone? Uh, Yeah, it is something I noticed. So you, you miss one dang week, and this guy you've been openly mocking for months tries to show you up. You know, if y'all out there in podcast land, you, you don't know what we're talking about, I'll fill you in. So, as you know, we follow a specific fantasy league all year and mock and break them senselessly without bias and without remorse. Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. You know the drill. Yakety anyway, smack. Yakety smack. Uh, so, this Garrett uh, Cleavager. Yeah, we, I read him. We've been trying to keep owner names out of this, but. By gum, this fella deserves the entire world to mock and berate him mercilessly. So, so Garrett Cleavager, he uh, he changed his dang Yahoo profile picture the other day. You know, at, at first I thought it was of him in a, a you know, a Chicago Blackhawk shirt, and I thought, wow, isn't that kind of a funny bit? The man with the controversial team names poking a little old fun at me and Thurston by wearing the shirt of another controversial team name. But then, to my great surprise. I looked a little bit closer, and it was him wearing a dang UC Santa Cruz banana slug shirt. This was a clear slap in the face directed smack dab at us, Thurston. I don't know about you, but I dodged it. I think you took the blow. <laughs> I certainly did. Uh, you know, I, I could live with the fact that he didn't listen to us and and didn't change his name. You know, but changing his profile picture... And such an obvious sign that he does listen? Oh boy, that's pretty low. You know, all, all this league asked from you is to have a sitcom-themed team name. You know, I heard I heard he was texting with one of his, you know, league mates. You know, why does everybody want me to change my name? Uh, you know, and then he's told it was voted on, you know, democracy. And he tries to pull the, the America. This is America. I heard it you too. Know, I'll tell you what. The most American thing is democracy. 
I think the most vote. the most American thing is voting, picking something dumb, and then running with it. <laughs> yes, that is what this country was built on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so as our rebuttal, we're going to jump straight into berating and mocking this poor dope at the top of the show. Uh, I hope you're ready for this, Thurston, because it's time for our segment. Uh, change your tank, change your dang team name. What in the world are you doing? So go, why don't you go ahead and start us off this week, Thurston? Well, I actually i i i told you go ahead and pick a sitcom, and you you pick team names from that sitcom. But what I did, I started conducting some interviews. All right, I started conducting some interviews of other folk in this league. And they have decided that it would be all right if this feller changed his team name to one of these past historical funny moments of his past, okay? Things that he did or said or did something stupid and uh, changed his team name to these things. Okay. Walrus. Just that, walrus, okay? It's not a sitcom reference, but it's a funny, it's a nice word, okay? Number two, it's poop again. From Billy Madison, that's a movie, not a sitcom, but this boy loved it, and he called it all time, a lot of folks said. And I took another one along with that, and that's uh, Don't Put It Out With Your Boots Ted. No, I don't. Hey, Thurston, you got a robot over there or something? It sounds like you're a dang robot. I hear that from you too, feller. <laughs> dang, we both got robots. I thought we was worried about wampus rats. Wampus cats. Dang it. <laughs> Anyhow, so don't put it out with your boots, Ted. I'm not sure there's enough letters, spaces for the names, but if it'll fit, that'll work. He could name his team Osama Yo Mama. Anyone who used to play field football with him would remember. Uh, another thing he can call his team is, it's the O-line. And that's because back in the day, this feller apparently used to argue that LaDainian Tomlinson wasn't that good. It was the O-line that was so good. <laughs> um, he could call his team, hey, kids, it's me. And that's from the weird clown feller that's singing in Billy Madison. Uh he could name his team, Don't Shake the Baby, from the funny incident when he did indeed shake the baby and a little girl's doll head popped off. Um, <laughs> there's also Albuquerque Crossman. I'll leave that in alone because it's embarrassing enough on its own. Um, oh, yeah, and Hat World. He could call his team Hat World. And remember the day he lost his Notre Dame hat on chain. It was a good day. So those are some good based just on him, if he wants to be very selfish about it, name it about he could do it and just ignore the sitcom. So I may have missed this on all the roboticness. Yeah. Uh, so so what, what makes it okay for him to change it to these other things other than banana slugs? But well, the people, they're not. having a little bit of pity on the feller. If he never watches sitcom, his own life used to act like a sitcom. He'd do funny and goofy and embarrassing things all the time. So these can be his own personal sitcom references for his own life, even though he wasn't on TV. Okay? I've okay. been doing some reviewing, and people be saying, that'd be all right if he won't do it. Well, of course, he probably won't because he's too lazy. 
Uh, that's all good and fine, but he should ignore all that and listen to what I got to say. This all week. right. I went ahead and did the uh, Parks and Recreation, which is a real solid sitcom. You know, that, that word situational comedy. Mm. TV show that's funny. Uh, so, first up I got, you know, this this league, it's a little bit ahead of the game. I ain't got no kickers, but uh, what about little Sebastian Janikowski? That's just a little football fun. Uh, rent a swag. J.J. Uh, Nelson's diner. He'd have to do a little trading to get J.J. Nelson, but uh, that's pretty. That's a pretty solid riff. I don't figure he's too expensive. <laughs> uh, down to clown. The oh no nos. Treat yourself. Five thousand candles in the wind. Pawnee Miniature Horses, which is the third Little Sebastian reference in all this, but he's a pretty important part of the show. Uh, snake Juice. All the bacon and eggs you have. Do I pay attention to the rules? Nope. And that's spelled like Leslie Nope's last name. Uh, ben Wyatt, you gotta break the rules. And then, literally, the worst team name in the league. Uh, so that's all I got for this week, Thurston. Um, before we move on, you got any ads you want to read? Uh, I got one I got to read. Now, this one well, does. Gots to read it. Go on, one, brother. This one does hit near and dear to my heart. Um, and that's because I. Purposes recently. Uh, something we already talked about with those Wampus cats. Uh, but first, I got to start off with some of these rhetorical questions I need you to try to answer, all right? Uh, so so do do answer the rhetorical question. Please. I never remember. Okay. So, Tuck, okay. I got two words for you. Are you ready? Yes. Amputee. You got it? Amputee. You know what it means? Yeah, I learned about it after you got your uh, pinky finger snatched off by Wampus Cat. Right on. And so the next word, taxidermy. These two great and booming industries are coming to the mainstream in one great company. Ampidermy. Ampidermy is the single best way to commemorate your love of your fallen arm, foot, pinky, whatever. Stuff <laughs> that thing and stick it on your wall. It is a great conversation starter, let me tell you. If you've got a peg leg and a hot date, introduce that fine lady to the rest of you. No matter what your injury you can always keep your best foot forward with Ampidermy. Ampidermy. Keep your friends close and your limbs closer. <laughs> you know, Thurston, this ad read, you know, I said up top, we're not going to talk about the old Wampus Cat, uh, what do we call it, Wampus Cat Adventures, but I think the listeners, they need to know, and you need to tell them, you know, what all you went through to get your pinky finger back so you could do the ampidermy. Uh, that was very important. Yeah. Do you remember that one team name in this league that changed their name earlier? Pop-Up uh, Pop-Tart. Pop Pop you remember what they used yeah. to be called? I feel stabby. Yeah, so that's kind of what Uncle Thurston had to do to get his pinky back 
when you steal a man's pinky, you better be ready for some wrath, wampus cats. I might not be able to handle a whole smidgen of you, but when I get you isolated, you're mine, boy. You're mine. Oh, that was a very touching, moving moment. So, and now you got your pinky finger up my on your wall. My pinky ain't the only thing stuffed on my wall. I... <laughs> oh, you're talking about the wampus cat. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's, let's just move on past that. All right. All right, so I guess we'll go ahead and just finish uh, going uh, game analysis here. Uh, the team that shall not be named, you know, normally whenever we get to them, I just kind of try to give them name suggestions and don't really talk much about their game. But we'll go ahead and finish that one up. They did manage to win. They scored 162. That's pretty good. And they beat them Scranton Stranglers, 157. Um, now I will, uh, say to the Stranglers, you know, you scored all right. That's the, 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 the most points you scored since we, but the, the advice I got for you is pretty simple. Uh, a boy named Geronimo out, he was, and if you bench him for either Terrell Pryor or Javon Brown, uh, guess what? You win your game, boys. Not to men. Got, I don't know if he even recognized this. He's got an open roster spot on his team. He could just pick a boy up and plug him right in when someone's out. He's left it open. Hello? Fill it up. Now, did you say he wins a game, boy? I didn't huh? know he still made them. What? You said if you put Terrell Pryor or Javon Brown or whatever you said into the lineup, you win your game, boy. Do they get Game Boys for every game they win? Well, I don't know. Is that what they said? That's what you just said. Well, I don't know. But if he'd have put the voodoo curse on Devontae Adams, maybe he'd have won this game. Didn't work out. Too bad for him. But, you know, he's got a little work to do. He's at the bottom rung of the league. Uh, probably dead in the water. But uh, we'll, we'll leave him to it. You know, he's he's had enough rough times, I think, for now. Losing well, maybe if he makes the playoffs, he'll get up to the Game Boy Color. Anyhow, all right. Uh, moving right along, we got what I, I guess is kind of a memorable game, a kind of a happy hallelujah, how'd you do it, pop the cork on the champagne kind of game. Pop-up Pop-Tart won. Do you see it? They, they won? They did. They won, and they won with the lowest point total for a win-in team all season. So, Pop-Up Pop-Tart scores 119, and they won the game. That ain't never happened, not even once, not even twice, but it did. Um, it's kind of weird. He scored like 170 a couple weeks ago and lost. Now he scores 119 and wins it. Um, both these teams – Combined, only had one running back scoring double digits. That's pretty bad. And I think we've had some other instances like this. There was kind of a miracle took place in this game, if you looked at it. Tyrell Williams went crazy with the touchdowns. And without that, pop-up gets crushed. But 
you know, you get up there, you get it done. You're finally out of the ground, pulled yourself up out of the earth. I think you're still in, well, no, you're out of a coma too, I'd say. You're you're pulled up out of the earth, you're (laughs) out of a coma. Your muscles have atrophied a little bit. You ain't got much strength in them, but you're kind of coming along and that alarm clock's ringing. You just got to wake up. So you had them dead and buried. Oh yeah. So not only were they, not only were they in a coma, they was in the earth, in a casket in the earth, in a coma is bad. But they're out of all oh. that. So they're a zombie now. Well, they just can't move yet. <laughs> so not a very scary zombie. It's like on Buffy when the vampires wake up and they ain't dug themselves out yet. Now does that does that count as a sitcom? No. You don't think Buffy? I don't think an hour-long show can be a sitcom. When's it happen? Curb your enthusiasm. Don't you lie to me. Anyhow, <laughs> Vandalay Industries. So that's, well, hold on. So that's what you thought was keeping it from being a sitcom? Huh? You were like, oh, well, this would have been a sitcom, but it's an hour long. It's not a sitcom, though. It doesn't fit the priorities. <laughs> You, you got well, your your only your only argument against it was well that's an hour long. That's pretty... I figured if you had more to it, you'd have been like, well, you know, it's not like super funny or anything. No, it's funny, but it's not for the funny. It's for the story. Angelus breaks hearts, Tuck. Wait, are there situations that are funny in it? <laughs> Can I talk about the vanilla <laughs> industries? We're going to be here two hours if you don't hush it. <laughs> yeah. More ads, right? There comes Megatron again. I can't hear him. What? Oh, I'm Doctor. Yeah, Robotnik but anyhow, right we'll we'll get to the to the base there on figuring out what is in fact a sitcom or not. But I don't think it counts. But. I, I feel like Vandalay Industries here gets a little bit of talking about. You just leave them alone. Um, now, I gave them praise, if you remember, a couple of weeks ago for winning with Kenny Steels. And to be honest, they'd have won this game if they would have once again played Kenny Steels. Too bad for him. You messed it up. Now, I was thinking for a while that Vandalay Industries just felt bad for old Pop-Tart and just kind of laid low and let them win and made it look all disgusting. But when I went to looking at it, you realize they've lost three games in a row. Vandalay Industries was 3-0. and Now they're 3-3. and Now they're on that playoff bubble and fighting for their lives. And then in the last two games, they have scored exactly 116 both times. That ain't good. Not good. It is consistent, that, though. It's a consistent way to lose it. All right. Next up, we have the Pivot versus the Birds of War. I want to give some props to the Pivot. They dropped 190 points. That ain't bad. Now, it ain't up in the 200s like some of these fellers get, but it's pretty close. Uh, Pivot beat their previous high score by 28. It's the best they've done by far, and they still ain't got the running back. Uh, what I would tell them is, don't you think it's about time to get Tyler Gabriel, Taylor Gabriel, one that Gabriel boy, get him in the game, get him out there, <laughs> let him play. He's stretching his legs and running downfield, and you're sitting him on the bench. Um, 
I was trying to figure out why it is uh, they still got a Tennessee Titans running back in their starting lineup. I, I don't know. That feels like buying stock in a hamster or something. It's just not going to make any money. Everyone's going to think stupid for doing it. You don't buy stock in a hamster. That's what it's like, Deion Lewis. <laughs> Birds of War, fellas, I think it's the same old story. You score pretty good and you lost. I think they're bad, bad by clubhouse. I, I don't know what to say for it. But one thing I have noticed, if you have, Tuck, uh, Birds of War's got Adam Thielen on their team. You know, he's doing pretty good, right? I've, I've heard about that, yeah. He's about the best wide receiver there is in fantasy football right now. And he just can't carry this team alone. And as the best at his position, I think everyone else on the team just lays down to die and says, boy, care of us. I ain't getting up. And whenever I look at the Scranton Stranglers, I see a very similar situation. They've got the number one running back in Todd Gurley, and they all keep laying down and losing too, even though Gurley's scoring like a woolly mammoth. So here's my advice to both these teams. You want good players. You don't want the best player. So I advise them I would either trade mm-hmm. these hungries or I would tell them, implore them to do a little worse. To not score quite as well, so everybody else might help you. And if that don't work, bench them. Yeah, that's all, that is always an option is to just put them on the bench. Say, all right, now y'all get up. Exactly right. No y'all more. carry him. Thielen's good, but he ain't going to win Super Bowl by himself. Um, yeah, so. You're going to have to help me with this, and Tuck. I'm going to have to ask you some questions because I don't quite understand what's happening here. Uh, Festivus feats in the friend zone, okay? So, oh, boy. So, oh, boy. Uh, Festivus feats loses pretty <laughs> bad a lot, right? Like, they they got some of the worst finishing scores of the year. And two different times they've led the league in scoring. And – I was doing some of them next-gen stat analysis things there, and I noticed that only five times this year has a team scored 200 points. Three of them times has been everyone's favorite team, the Newport Never Nudes. And then the – Love the Newport Never Nudes. Good, solid, moral team. <laughs> and then the other two times have been festive as feet. And then this week, that 210 they put up is actually the highest score we've ever seen in this league. You ever believe that? They ain't ever seen the like. So, I don't know if this is Bruce Banter, but a real dumber version. Or if maybe it's the Hulk, or maybe it's a bipolar version. Or maybe they just... I mean, Adam Wilson's a pretty crappy player, and then he shows up to this team, and he drops 30, and he's winning ball games and scoring touchdowns. So... You got explanation for it? You know, I've been racking my brain since you've been talking, and there ain't nothing there. Well, there you go. I, I can't. I, I, I cannot explain. What I'm it. only thinking here is that, like, you know how a baseball player can sometimes try to hit for the cycle. You got your 
Well, no, you got your home go run and you're single, and then you get your double, and you just begging, begging, begging for that triple. You don't even want to hit a home run. You want to stop at third base, get that cycle. I'm thinking they might be trying to do that. Like, they want to look like the worst team. Then they want to look like the best team. And they're going to have to try to figure out how to look like an average in the middle team. I don't even know what it looks like. And I think they're done for trying. But I can't figure it out. But I can say about the friend zone, they've gone back into their negative attitudes. They are just too cuddly, too warm, too friendly, too nice. They just let them feats just push them around the whole game. They ran into Hulk. I get it. It's hard, but your own performance was bad. 114 points. Most teams are leading scorers of the quarterbacks, but I don't see it with these folks. I mm, I don't know. You got to go take a whip into practice, I'd say. What do you think? I mean, that's what I'd do. Do the Indiana Jones take <laughs> a whip in there, Bob Knight style, and whip some people and see if it fixes you. <laughs> So a combination of, well, I guess Bob Knight did coach Indiana. Yeah. So Indiana Jones, Bob Knight. Oh, I caught a up. There. I caught up. Yeah, uh, this is something I've been thinking about for about the past two minutes. It a bipolar Hulk? Is that a bipolar? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, is that something? Mm-hmm. It is. Okay. I just wanted to ask you about that. All right. Anyhow. I've definitely been listening to you, though. I'm going to be moving right along. Um, Now I found one of these sneaky teams I look for here. A team I thought was bad, like just bad, bad. And uh, I called them a rookie owner. I called them bad. I called them awful. And now they've done gone. Well, what I say, they done gone and won five games in a row. You know who I'm talking about? Longest, longest winning streak five in the league. Games. Well, it's got to be the 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 top scoring team in the in the league. That sounds no, weird. sir. The, the chickens don't clap. Same sitcom, different team. Yeah, Ooh. I know. It's surprising. They ain't the best team in the league. Well, no, but they're five and one, and they've won five in a row, and they're surprising. That's what I said. All right. I guess you did say that. Uh, Usually, and I've said it before, scoring about 140 is a pretty good way to lose, but they's lucky and got it won this time. Um, I do want to say I told them so. I told them not to trust that Corey Davis and Marcus Mariota, and they went and did it anyhow, and they went and won anyway. But you could have scored more. You <laughs> left a lot of points on your bench. I don't know what you're thinking there with, uh, yeah, Chester Rogers, I think the feller's name, little tiny feller for the Colts. I'm wondering how many touchdowns that guy's got to score before he can get some love on this team, get in that on that field. Uh, I see him as struggling. I see him as not quite knowing what they're doing, but finding some luck someplace, especially this week. Uh, the opponent they had. I don't know if you've been paying much attention. Have you been looking at the Domain Masters? I, I've been trying to avoid looking at the Domain Masters, just so to be honest. they scored 88, and that's bad, bad, bad. I mean, that's abysmal performance. That's like dropping through the depths. Uh, 
What's well, abysmal? Like yeah, but like the worst kind. But, like you feel real sick. No, this is when you feel good, but you want to feel bad. Oh, so you take real abysmal. south real quick, right? Okay. So I'm what they done now. was they started Terod Taylor as their starting quarterback. Starting quarterback. Now, that's a pretty big problem, I'd say, especially when Mr. Brock Osweiler, who's a superstar, don't you know, 380 passing yards, is right there available for pickup. You don't pick him up. You start a guy who's not going to play. Who I kind of wonder why he's even on your team anymore. But anyhow, and then they also started a running back who ain't been active all season and has scored exactly zero fantasy points on the year, DeAndre Washington. So I got to wonder why they're waiting of Antonio Brown. The guy's getting kind of older anyway. You don't want to waste his good years. They're wasting Gronk. I mean, where's the motivation? They sitting there with two. I made fun of somebody else for having an open roster spot. These guys got two open roster spots and ain't filling them. And they're just playing guys who ain't playing. If this, if you were a part of that Tea Party movement and this is your leader, I think you need to dethrone him. I think he needs to lose his place within your society. And I would suggest him drop everybody off his team except tight ends. He led you astray. I I would take a different approach and maybe leave the Tea Party movement. If this is your leader and it's all just falling apart, maybe it's not the leader. Maybe Maybe having eight tight ends is a bad idea, considering only one or two of them is any count. Yeah, I I, I think mm-hmm. we might be on to something. And then and it sounds like this guy maybe should be like the guy who has the most mm-hmm. transactions. Uh I you know what? We'll save it for later. I don't wanna spoil you know, spoilers are bad. Everybody's into the No, don't spoil that. You know. Uh six cents. Uh don't say it. You know, I see dead people. I ain't seen it yet. So uh, we'll we'll save it for the transaction segment, but I, you know, I will spoil a little bit. He does not have the most transactions. Spoiled ain't always that bad. You leave food out sometimes; it's a nice little ripe flavor on it. <laughs> I can't say I agree on that, Thurston. I think spoiled's bad all the time. Food, kids. Uh, that's the only spoiled things I can think of. <laughs> Those are both bad, though. All right, so we got one more game to cover. All right, and this one. Oh boy, we're. I have a jet. really important stat to talk about that actually, in the end of it, ends up meaning nothing. Spoiler. Um, so we've got the Newport Never Nudes and the Pit Pit the Doodly Doos, and. The final score is ugly to look at. It's 201 to 118. This was really hyped up as like the game of the week. They's all excited and pumped. And they're saying, who's going to be number one? Who's going to lead the league now? <laughs> and they're just talking all the garbage. And then Pip Pip comes out with a dumpster <laughs> fire while Newport just does what Newport does. You know, they just crush it all to oblivions. But if you look at two matchups, and the way I look at matchups is, like, you just look at the, the outcome of the game and who is lined up across from you, that's your matchup, right? So 
one matchup, we had Alfred Morris versus Melvin Gordon, right? And on the other one, we had Amari Cooper versus Tyreek Hill. So, Oh, interesting, interesting matchups. That had to be a good... Yeah, so on Pip Pip's side, you had Alfred Morris and Amari Cooper combined for an exact zero points. And then on the Newport Nevernude side, you had Melvin Gordon and Tyreek Hill combined for 69.7. So you may think, well, boy, that's your ball game. That's where it all went wrong. You get corrupt in two different spots. But I'm here to tell you, even if Gordon and Hill scored exactly zero points, Newport Nevernude still won by double digit. That's why I say it's a, it's a bad uh, – I don't know what to tell now. Newport, you know, they're down the road. I think they're pretty awesome. I tell them every week. They win. They they weren't the high scoring this week. That's only because Super Hulk popped out of his grave for no reason. Uh, that here it is, huh? By poker. By poker. Exactly. <laughs> um, but anytime, anytime a brand new fantasy football player shows up at your draft and starts saying draft for speed. You might want to listen, folks. He's got some wisdom. Um, pit Pit thought they was going to show dominance. <laughs> they end up just falling into a pit. Um, I, I got to tell you, this is what all your hopes and dreams on one man, and then he loses a lot of his touches and carries to a running back who's been suspended, and then they have a bye week. It's not looking great. It's not looking swell. I would think to maybe try to get some more depth on your squad instead of just relying on the one feller. Um, and one last point, I am almost hating to have to say every single week, but no one ever listens, so I'll say it just one more time maybe at least. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, whatever you think of him, he lost his matchup again, 29 to 28. It's is he going six he in this matchup? matchup every single week? I ain't even kidding you. And these people keep starting, keep acting Drop like him. they traded for Drop him. They trade. I mean, and he loses it like every single week. And I don't know why they can't understand what I'm saying to them. But you know, dumb is what dumb is, and you can't make the water drink. Yeah, that famous saying. Exactly. All right, so is that all? That's all matchups? the matchups. I do have a little bit of playoff talk. You want to save it for later? You want to do it now? Well, I've got Let's a little now, bit man. of a preview I drew out here of what the playoffs would look like if they started right now. Okay. Did you get this from your friend Next Gen? Oh, right. Yeah, I did. She, she, I she I sounded did. pretty smart. All right, so. So this is Next Gen's right. stats. This is what she came up with. She's not Jennifer yet, but she's next in line. Um, On one (laughs) side, we'll have the Never Nudes. Looks like they'll be the top spot. And then they will, in the second round, play the winner of the Pit Pit and the Pivot. You believe they're in the playoffs, Pivot? They ain't even got left bail, and they're still in the playoffs. Okay. So that's one side. And on the other side, you've got that team that cannot be named. You believe they're going to get a bye, looks like. And they're going to play the winner of the Chicken Don't Clap or the Sputtering Vandalay Industries. 
So those are the six teams looking good for the playoffs. Everybody else sucks. That's good analysis. If you don't make you the need playoffs, to be better. That's right. Or quit. Or both. Be better by quitting. Right. Okay, you got any more? No, she she had to go. She's busy. She had a muffin and... to make. Okay. All right, so uh, here's a little uh, ad read from Ski before we move on to our uh, next tr- transaction segment. Um, ski, it's good. Now the money bags of the week award for uh, two weeks. Uh, he he really deserves it. Uh, the uh, the Vandalay Industries spent fifty dollars on Raheem Mostert, uh, a man that I made a pretty solid joke about three weeks ago as you know the next third string running back to get picked up. Well, that he did. Uh, you know, the the next next highest bidding team was the Chickens Don't Clap, who uh, spent $30 or $32. Well, what was it? Uh, so for you, what? What was it? What? 30 or 32. You got to set it straight. <laughs> it's 32. God. I was correcting myself there. Thurston? All right, so so for you uh, wise owls out there who's you know been paying attention, uh, fifty minus thirty two that's a twenty eight dollar overspend. But uh, honestly, I ain't even too mad at it. The industries they needs it because that di- that Raheem Mostert he might be their third or fourth best running back on the Forty ers possibly, and also on the well, industries. There you go. So not looking too good for the old sputtering sputtering they're in the playoff. industries there. They're in yes, the sir. playoffs mm-hmm. for now. So, um, you know, we've got some awfully embarrassing trades these embarrassing? past weeks, Thurston. You, yeah, you want to guess who made the most of them? I mean, uh, we talk about them every week, so you shouldn't have no trouble unless them wampus casts kind of messed up more than just your pinky finger. Uh, what uh oh <laughs> sounds like maybe zone? they did uh that's yeah, i got my notes that's right because i figured you get right uh <laughs> that's wrong that's wrong thurston uh oh, right, seats. Right. The you know, yeah starting to wonder if festivus is a synonym for dumb because uh dumb feats is more like it am i right uh so, so the first one we got up here, uh, D.D. Westbrook goes to Vandalay for a ninth rounder, and uh, Kenny steals to the dumb feats. Uh, Pit Pit, the diddly don't. Uh, they traded Amari Cooper, Matt Breida, a sixth rounder, and an eighth rounder to the feats for uh, Sony Michelle and Alshon Jeffrey. Um, can I ask you something, man? Actually, I'm going to tell you something. And then right. I him. So, <laughs> this dummy's trading away all his best players. Is he trying to lose this year? Like, don't he know he got the third most points in the league? He's uh, by poker. 
it. We, that's been I, I'm telling you, I'm thinking he just don't really know what's going on. Maybe he spends a bit too much of his time kind of not himself. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm thinking maybe he was like a Cubs fan from like 1908 to 2010. I don't watch baseball. I'm making those numbers up. But, uh, you know, it's always like, well, maybe next year. Maybe next year we'll get it. Let me just trade away all my players and get some draft picks. Because maybe next What's year. What's a draft pick if you don't uh, know who to yeah. take? You're going to get up there and take a bunch of bums. What's the difference? Uh, I think I'll have a Traquan, Traquan Smith uh, first overall pick. Now, that's that was a very good impersonation year. of somebody I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll just wrap it up by saying some people are just terrified of success, and that fits Festus feats to a sweet <laughs> tea. <laughs> so uh, the only other trade we got is, and it ain't approved yet, so don't get on me if it gets overturned, but the chickens don't clap in the friend zone. They just basically trade each other, the other one's team, uh, 10 players. I don't even know where to start with that. Uh, but the clap they gets uh, Christian McCaffrey, Wendell Smallwood, uh, Travis Benjamin, Chris Conley, the Titans defense uh, coupon for a small fry from McDonald's for. Uh, hold on a second, let me catch my breath. <sighs> okay, so uh, the zone they get uh, James Conner, Peyton Barber, Marquise, uh, Greatwin. Uh, Chester Rogers, uh, the Bears defense, and a 10-piece chicken bucket from KFC. So that's that trade. For not starting Chester Rogers next week. Uh, that'll be the zone. Yeah, you're yelling at the, the clap for not starting Chester Rogers. Well, they just went ahead and traded him. They don't want to get yelled at no more. If you ain't going I didn't hear a single word you just said. What, what was that now? If he ain't going to play him, free him. But I had another question. I thought Ben Jarvis Green Ellis was out of the league. <laughs> uh, I'm checking my notes. I think that might be right. So where did you get that at? Well, didn't you say he got traded? I you said Christian McCaffrey, Ben Jarvis, Green Ellis, and a couple other names I forgot to hear. <laughs> That's uh, not what I said. I think the Wampus Cats uh, mess with your brain a little bit there, Thurston. Well, I've lost a lot of blood. Well, the good thing is um, we can get the uh, ampidermy people on it if you happen to uh, do lose your brain. We'll, we'll, we'll post that right up on the wall for you once you're gone. See that they they bring peace of mind every time. <laughs> okay, um, so the the last part of our transaction segment, after that beautifully uh, constructed pun you just did there, uh, finally we're down to one stinking team in the Hall of Shame, uh, and this is the thing I wasn't want to spoil earlier, but uh, the Domain Masters they should really be ashamed. You know, you you are not the master of your domain because 
you ain't made one single transaction. Are they the only one? They're the only one. Shameful. Yeah, that they're in the Hall of Shame for that. It, it, I think I might have to root against that team harder than I do the team I can't name. Yeah, I mean, even the team who can't be named ain't even that lousy, you know. Uh, so, a couple weeks ago, we, we teased the punishment, you know, that, uh, you know, whoever's the last one standing in the Hall of Shame, we're going to punish them. So, I'm here to announce that uh, we're going to take all the money out of the bank account and put into the Sweet Tea Show budget, um, which apparently needs it a whole lot since we're both Mr. Roboto's over here. Uh, so, but honestly, Domain Master, they need to get their stuff together. Uh, it ain't that impressive in that bank account. But, you know, $0 is worse than $104. And that, uh, that's what the Domain Masters deserve, is to be with zero dollars. Uh, and remember, it is canon that we have access to everything you stupid Skywalker Dice League people have. Uh, bank accounts, license numbers, social security numbers, text messages, as we referred to earlier in the show. You know, so don't get on our bad side. I... Uh, it- if we ain't got that much money in the account, how are we going to buy a cannon? I don't understand how we're going to buy the cannon balls, how we're going to clean up whatever we break. I mean, that's some old-fashioned stuff, Tuck. Lots of work. Well, I'm saying the Domain Masters didn't have much, and I took all that out of there. So now we got what they did have. Which was it's, a lot. it's about but, the third week in a row you've talked about buying a cannon, and I ain't got nowhere to put it in my shed. <laughs> Who says you're getting the cannon? Oh, I'm getting on. the cannon. I'm buying it. Come on. Sweet tea show budget. What you wouldn't know that? how to take care of a cannon if it hit you in the head like a wampus cat. That's what I've been trying to tell you. <laughs> well, you let me get off on a tangent. And, uh, so this ain't going to have as much effect, but, uh, when I said don't get on our bad side, I'm talking directly to you, Garrett Cleavager. You best watch yourself. We're coming with a cannon. <laughs> we are coming with a cannon. Uh, well, that, that's all I got, Thurston. Uh, why don't you give us our parting words this week? I'm looking at a book of dinosaurs. <laughs>